Hi, what's up? Not much. How are you? I am doing splendid. How are you doing? Doing well. A little tired, but you know, mm. it's been a long day, but it's such yeah. a good day. Right. Your yeah. eight to five really kills, you know? <laughs> Real adult jobs. It's fine. Lots of extroverting today with mm. new youth ministers. Yeah, that's exciting. And you gave two talks. I did give two talks. Mm. Um, I mean, they were like 10-minute talks. So. so, But it was so fun, and I'm really excited. Um, just, I mean, the community that we have with youth ministers, like, in the Archdiocese is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just always really, like, encouraged yeah. when we all get together. Because mm. nobody really gets it, like yeah. the people in that room, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That's real. Yeah. I really like what our diocese does with, like, youth ministry. And, like, I'm not in youth ministry in the diocese. But from, like, what I've observed, I think that, like, we treat our youth ministers fairly good. You know? Yes. Fairly well. Oh, absolutely. And we're so blessed to have um, people, like, at the Archdiocese uh, who care for us. Mm. Um, Bill, mm. Bill Dill being number one. So shout out. Shout out Bill Dill. never hear this. But <laughs> shout out. <laughs> if you know him... You know he's awesome. Right. So, yeah, that's been my week. Lydia, what's, like, a highlight? You got your hair cut. It looks great. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got an inch and a half off. I always get super weird about getting my hair cut because I have this, like, identity crisis every, like, couple of years where I feel like I just need to chop off the entire thing. Mm, but I know... It's relatable. <laughs> I know that's not healthy of me to, like, put my identity in my hair, you know, but I do it anyway. Um, and then I'm, like... topic. What? Oh, wow. Stay tuned. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then, like, sometimes I want to, like, overcome these, like, chains that I have, and then I just cut off all my hair, and then I, like, freak out because, like, uh, anyway, I didn't do that this time, though. I only, again, cut off an inch and a half. This is really great audio, uh, you know, material. Y'all, y'all can see how much Lydia oh, cut yes. off. You can clearly In tell. the pictures that we took tonight, we did take pictures. We did. It was really but exciting. But they didn't get, like, a before shot of your hair, so. That That's okay. It doesn't really look that different. Um, it doesn't. But, but it looks great. It thank looks you. healthy. It looks healthy, which is important. Yes. Um, we took our pictures. My sister took our pictures. Shout out, Claire. Um, mm, shout out, Claire. Mm, we um, took our pictures on, like, like the front lawn area of our Hopefully it's church. a picture that you're looking at. Yeah. For our album cover, if we can find one that we liked. Hopefully. I think we did. some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. And you were saying where we took it. That's important, because that'll... Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So we took it in, like, the front lawn, and, like, I really, when we were, like, spitballing ideas for, like, what to do for our photo shoot, I was sending you a couple of, like, examples or whatever. She Pinterest vibes for me <laughs> and sent them, and I was like, okay. Yeah. So, so like, none of them were exactly what I wanted, but I liked the angles, and I wanted to show you the angles, but I didn't actually say that. I just said, I like this. <laughs> so I, don't think I was like, I am I supposed to dress like this? Like, no. I don't have these kinds of clothes. <laughs> yeah, I saw, um, like, girls, like, super, like, you know, 12-year-old, like, what a 12-year-old. Like, Gen Z it. fashion yeah. that I just don't own. Right. And I was like, no. Anyway, I should explain that better. But, um. But we did it. But we did great. it. Yeah. And we liked it the way that we did it and, like, the place that we did it because it's very us. Because, mm-hmm. like, we hang out at our church all the time. Yeah. And yeah. it's so fun. Um, this is also, we're also recording at the parish, which is great because mm-hmm. um, this is probably the last one for a while that we'll be able to do in person unless Rip. I drive eight hours, which I'm not sure. Well, like, I, I drive. I'm going to miss you, but that's a long drive. So it is a long drive. The next couple episodes that you'll hear will be um, recorded, recorded remotely. remotely. 
which is sad because I miss Lydia already and she's not even gone yet. But <sighs> stop it, I miss you so much. Gosh. Okay, we're sitting in the same room. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so as we talk about, you know, our church, if you listen to our teaser, you know this about us already. If you didn't listen to the teaser, it was kind of long. We were planning for a trailer, but then we just talked for a long time. So we called it a teaser instead. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a little bonus clip for you. But so if you listened, you know this part, so you can like fast forward if you want. But um, so my name is Bree, and um, I know Lydia because um, I got to be her youth minister when she was in high school. Um, mm-hmm. So I met Lydia. She was going to be a sophomore, 15 years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, You're so right. All grown up now. Um, mm-hmm. But I, so I moved to where Lydia grew up um, when I was 20, 23, mm-hmm. um, after I served with Net Ministries yeah. um, and met her and at got to. At Steubenville, do you remember that? At Steubenville, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what yeah. a time. What a time. Baby Lydia, um, and now she's all grown up, um, and it's so fun, and we get to be real-life friends, and mm-hmm. it's such a joy. Um, so, yes, I'm 28. Lydia is almost 21. Whoa! Yeah, isn't that exciting? So, like, next time you guys, like, hear an episode, I'll probably be 21. Well, probably not, but we'll see. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that's really exciting. Um, yeah, Brie has her college degree. I do not. Um, but what are you starting in, I, like, two weeks? Yeah, so I'm starting college, um, and I'm going for a business admin with a minor in theology, in case anyone mm. was wondering. I know. Wow. Um, but we'll see. So, anyway, yeah, I'm Lydia. I'm almost 21. Um, yeah. And Brie was my youth minister. And now we are pals. We are buds. Mm-hmm. We, we eat dinner together on occasion. <laughs> the only thing we do together actually is right. dinner. Yeah. Um, no, we do a lot of things. Um, we do. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess yeah. we can kind of just dive. I mean, this kind of relates. Um, so again, if you listen to our teaser, like we don't want to repeat too many things, but this podcast uh, kind of came out of event sesh that we had one night in the parking mm-hmm. lot. And this episode is kind of going to resemble that vent sesh a little bit. Um, yeah. So I just want to, like, give a little bit of, like, a, I don't know, preface. Is that the word I'm looking for? Sure. Words have been hard tonight, so I apologize to uh, our <laughs> audience. Um, but want to, like, preface this with our plan is not to always be negative. So we apologize if we come across as really negative today. Because, yeah, we are. We are definitely going to be talking about things that bother us, things that we've noticed. But, like, again, too, like, we're not just complaining. Like, we're complaining, yes. Um, And we're pointing out, like, the negatives. Um, But also, this isn't, like, an absolute thing, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to say some things, but, like, obviously this doesn't mean, like, oh, my goodness, like, every person ever does this. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, very, mm-hmm. just what we've experienced. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what this is, and we hope that it's relatable, we hope that you hear it and you're like, mm, yes, I felt that. Um, all, all of my teens are going to give me a hard time about saying mm, because they do that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's fine. The I do brain. the little mm thing, yeah. and they all think it's hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about things that we've experienced um, that have created wounds or um, that we've struggled with in, like, measurements of what it means to be a woman um and I think it's an interesting conversation because like Lydia and I as we said are in different places in our life 
Um, and so, like, we're kind of experiencing different things currently, but, like, I've experienced some of the things that Lydia's going to talk about, um, some of the things I haven't, and, like, that's great, too. Like, it's fine. Um, but we're just going to go through some of those things of, like, the parameters that people put on, like, what it means to be a woman or what femininity is. Um, and this is going to be both in, like, Christian circles and the secular world because I right. think it happens in both places. Um, and sometimes we talk about it in one or the other, but I think recognizing that this happens in both places of, like, Mm -hmm. things that we're told we're supposed to be that like if we're not then we're kind of left thinking like okay well like am I not enough Mm -hmm. am I not the woman that I'm supposed to be am I not Mm -hmm. um in Christian circles like who God created me to be because I'm not x y and z you know um so that's kind of what we're going to dive into today yeah yeah um I'm super excited um our credentials are that we are women and we live in the world (laughs) (laughs) so we live in the world and we are christians and we have a life um and there's people in that life that and there's things in that life that sometimes and there's social media and there's the internet and there's television and there's books and right just things and our own stuff yeah brie and i oh my goodness i don't know if any of you guys are into the enneagram but we are um (laughs) and me and brie are both threes which i think is super cute um but, it also probably explains a lot about the structure of the <laughs> It does. It really does. Um, but one of the things that threes struggle with is, like, success. And we're very mm-hmm. success-oriented mm-hmm. and success-driven. Um, so we consider ourselves enough once we consider ourselves successful. But the thing with Successful being, viewed by other people right. as successful. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. the thing with a three, though, with that is, like, everyone views success differently. Mm-hmm. And, like, we want to be successful And, like, worthy according to everyone. So, like, we are, like, aiming for, like, success and, like, approval and, like, achievement in every single realm and every single person's perspective. So, like, this is, like, kind of, like, we, Brie and I feel this a lot, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, if you guys don't relate to this, like, totally fine, whatever. Um, That's such a good insight about myself that I didn't know. So, thanks. Yeah, there you go. I know. Some people are super against the Enneagram. We should talk about this sometime. But, like, yeah, we should. But, like... Anyway, so for those of you that are super into it, we'll talk later. I mean, we won't, but like... <laughs> but like, DM us. Right, yeah, DM us. Brie and Lydia's. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am introducing You're this. You're just really cute, that's Thank all. You. I just I think you're funny. Guys. Okay. Brie anyway. and Lydia's list of things... That femininity doesn't have to be. Mm, if you're like ten times. Best. If you were gonna abbreviate that, what would it be? B, A L L, O T F D. Ballad to Perfect. Great. Nailed it. Okay, Lydia, do you wanna go first? Um, totally. Yes. Okay. So, um, funny enough, um, I wrote down a lot of things. Um, she came with a much longer list than I did. It's two pages. Um, so one of the things that I've noticed as a woman in, like, kind of, like, secular circles is, um, ooh, okay, physical appearance. I don't Mm. think, I know that's super basic, and, like, obviously, like, that's demanded of us, um, but I don't think that we can have a conversation about pressures without talking about physical appearance. Um, so I remember when I was little, oh my goodness, so... I was, like, not bullied in school ever, but, like, sometimes some people would say, like, some comments or whatever, and I remember in fifth grade, there was this guy in my class, 
And I remember one day, he, like, looked, like, out of the blue. He just, like, turned to me and he said, you know, Lydia, you gotta do something about your unibrow. And I was, like, I know. And I was in fifth grade, right? Super Mm -hmm. Mm self-conscious. Super, like, like... Yeah, and, like, I, like, I went home that night, and I, like, stared in the mirror, and, like, I got myself a tweezers and started, like, plucking, and also, like, I never had a unibrow, so I was just, like, plucking at, like, little peach hair, you know, um, which was, like, super, like, but, like, from, like, I still remember that, and, like, Mm. I, like, still look in the mirror, like, once a day, at least, and, like, look particularly at, like, the space in between my eyebrows to make sure that there's not, like, you know, a loose hair somewhere, Mm. Um, and that is such a small example, I think, of, like, what women go through in their life when, like, the world puts, like, pressures on them to look a certain way. Um, yes. And, like, I mean, how many times have you, like, gone on social media and there's, like, you know, like, a skinny girl or, like, a girl with, like, the perfect body or, like, you know, mm-hmm. so many different accounts, like, advertising, like, certain diet things and, like, mm-hmm. certain, like, foods that you can eat that will, like, instantly shed, like, a certain amount of pounds or whatever. So it's, it's like, skinniness, but it's also far much more than that. Like, we've, we've gone past skinniness at this point. And I think we, uh, like, how do I want to say this? We measure ourselves on, like, a measurement that's not even real Mm. when it comes to that you know it's like and I don't mean like photoshopped whatever like I think at this point we all recognize like a lot of Instagram models like people in magazines like things like that like we can look at that and we're like okay that's not real we've we've moved past that in our society I think as women um but what we end up doing is like comparing ourselves to the women next to us right like scrolling Mm -hmm. through the Instagram feed of women that we know Mm -hmm. um and just compare um and it's yeah it's yes and I think also uh, mm, I think I never really thought about this before but um one of um actually one of your very good friends um (laughs) one of our lovely former teens once told me um because I was I was just having a really good authentic conversation with her and um shared a little bit uh in a really, like, raw, vulnerable way, this was a few years ago, um, of just, like, my, like, I had a very, like, tangible experience of that, where I, like, had a, like, you know when you have a thought that's not even, like, a, like, a thought that you realize you think, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, where it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it pops into your head, and you're, like, I didn't intentionally think that, but now I do, and, like, it just shows up out of nowhere, um, so I had this thought of just, like, I was literally, like, driving, and there was a situation in my life, and I was, like, oh, I'm not pretty enough for that. Mm. And I was like, where the frick did that come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, I have never had a thought like that before. Mm. And I, like, like, it's not like I always loved the way that I looked, right? I just, mm. like, I mean, I'm sitting here in a baseball hat right now. Like, I've just never really had, like, a huge um, focus on that in my life. I was kind of, I mean, I was, like, super, like, tomboyish growing up. So it just, like, mm. wasn't part of me. And I think about it, but it wasn't a huge part of my, like, thought process. And so when I had that thought, I was like, where did that come from? And, like, that kind of spiraled into a lot of other experiences because I had this on one of my lists as well Mm -hmm. of just, like, physical appearance. And it's, like, I legitimately had a thought of, like, I'm not pretty enough for that. Mm -hmm. And so I was sharing this with, um, she was a teen at the time, now is not, and she's wonderful and lovely and I love her to pieces. Um, But she just said to me, she was, like, Brie, you don't talk about that. And so, like... I never, like, she's like, I didn't know that you struggled with that. And I was like, oh, girl, let me tell you. And, like, that was such a wake-up call for me because, like, as a youth minister, yeah. like, 
women, like, high school girls struggle with that, and they need to hear that, like, the women in their lives mm-hmm. who they think are so confident, like, we yeah. have that too, and I think, like, I mean, maybe that's, like, part of this, maybe that's, like, my first parameter is, like, thinking that you have to be perfectly confident with what you look like all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, or, like, that that's when you've made it, like, that's when you, like, I think there's always constantly going to be things that I'm, like, oh, like, mm-hmm. My hair's a little frizzy today. It's so humid here. So, like, my hair's a little frizzy today, right? And, like, that's real. Um, And that we're allowed to feel that way as long as we recognize the lies in it, too. Mm. Of, like, how how my hair looks, whether or not I'm wearing a baseball hat. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked cute for, like, six hours today, and then I was done. And so I put shorts and a T-shirt on, and that's that's great. And, like, I'm no less of a woman for that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like... Like you said, like, it's very important to, like, recognize those lies in your life. But I like what you said in the beginning when you were, like, we're measuring ourselves to standards that, like, don't exist and that are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who's really, really big into, like, making your body not trendy. Um, and I remember talking to her about it, and I was like, what do you mean by that? And she was like, oh, like, sometimes, like... You know, like, being curvy is in. Sometimes Mm. it's not. Sometimes, like, Mm. you know, having, like, blonde hair is in. Sometimes having black hair is in. And I was like, yeah, like, what's the point? And she goes, no, like, I don't think that you understand. Like, 10 years ago, my body would have been the perfect body. Now, my body is not considered the perfect body. And I just, like, remember, like, like, my whole world, like, turned upside down when she said that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, she has a point. I mean, like, if you look even at, like, Marilyn Monroe, like, right, who is considered, mm-hmm. like, one of the most beautiful women ever. Like, in today's standards, like, she would not be considered, like, supermodel worthy, you know? Because she doesn't look like the rest of them. But that doesn't, like, mean that she's any less be- beautiful, you know? There's a letter um, about that in the Screwtape Letters. C.S. Mm-hmm. Lewis wrote the Screwtape Letters. If you haven't read it, literally Highly recommend. order it right now. Yeah. Read it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just read it with some of our senior girls this summer, and I remember having that conversation with them in small group, um, because C.S. Lewis kind of in the character of Screwtape, right? So if you are not familiar with the book, super short synopsis, um, Screwtape is this, like, hierarchy of demon giving advice to his nephew, Wormwood, whose goal it is to, like, drag his patient, this human, to hell, mm-hmm. um, to tempt him to turn away from God. And um, Screwtape is explaining this very thing of, like, how Satan twists beauty, right? Because Satan can't create anything, so he has to twist the good things that God mm-hmm. makes in order to do anything to our world. And so he's so twisted beauty that we have this, like, twisted understanding of what it is. And so it changes every 10 years because, mm-hmm. and, like, he explains, like, yeah, we do that on purpose because, like, we have to keep women from being satisfied with who mm-hmm. they are and, the, mm-hmm. like, keep them from realizing the beauty that they possess, mm-hmm. which is just, like, ugh, man. And, like, we reveal, like, obviously, as women, we reveal a part of the Lord that, like, men can't, right? right? Um, and vice versa, right? Men reveal a part that, like, we can't as women. Um, but, like, particularly, I think that we reveal his beauty um, and... Satan like want like like you were saying like wants to twist that and wants the world to not see that beauty like that beauty because it is so powerful to mm-hmm. see it that like mm-hmm. it will like quite literally move someone to tears you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um but like again like that's why he wants to twist it it's like he doesn't want to like give glory to God in that way mm-hmm. um yeah so mm-hmm. anyway 
I, those, we could say a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's very long. Um, we won't, but okay. Do you mind if we do the next? Thing oh, on totally. Our list if yeah, I go. go for it. Um, okay, so this should come as no shock to Lydia because we've talked about this quite a bit. Um, but where I am at in my life, and I think Lydia can probably relate to this to an extent, similarly or like similar issues. Um, but I'm 28. Many of my friends, especially in our Christian circles of friends, are getting married and having babies. Mm. And it's beautiful and amazing. And I love um, snuggling with my goddaughter. She's perfect and amazing. And I love her. Um, My best friend's little girl. Um, And in Christian circles in particular, um, that's a thing that I think femininity is measured by. Mm. Um, Being a Mm. wife and being a physical mother. Um, The church holds marriage in very high esteem, as it should. Right. That's important. It is a sacrament. Um, it is a sacrament. It is a vocation. <laughs> do it. It is a way to get to heaven. Yeah. Um, and that is so important. And the beauty of marriage, and I mean, let's call, call it what it is, like family is mm-hmm. what's going to fix the world. Like the domestic church, like that, mm. it's going to do it. Hey, heck um, oh. But in the same breath at the same time, like we have to be so aware of... Um, that if I am never a physical mother, that does not cut down my mm. level of femininity. That does not change the fact that, like, I am a woman who brings glory to God in a hundred different ways, hopefully, mm. on a good day, you know. <laughs> um, I try. Same. I strive. Um, but just recognizing that of, like, yeah. 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 That's That does not... And it, does, it doesn't mean that you failed as a woman yes. if you don't have any kids. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Or if you are married and cannot have children. Like, all mm, of these things yeah. are so hard. And, like, mm. I have so many people in my life who, like, have struggled through that as well of, um, well, like, does this mean I'm not doing what God wants me to do as a woman because I can't be a physical mom? And it's like, mm. no, like, not at all. Like, God gave you a feminine heart for a reason. And we'll get into this at the end, too, but um, just, like, combating some of these things. But, like... Femininity, femininity, it's a hard word to say. It, it really is. Um, femininity does not have to be physical motherhood. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to add one more on the flip side yeah. of that because I Go think you have both of these too. So on the other side of that, in the secular realm, I think there's a struggle too um, of like, I'm not really breaking any glass ceilings, right? Ooh. And like, uh, let's talk about that for a second. Because yeah. I think like women who are married and have kids, like, but also have this strong, like, desire to change the world, right? Because we all have that desire. Like, the Lord puts that on our heart of, like, we want to make the world a better mm-hmm. place. Like, that's what we do if we're following him. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and I look at that even in my own life. I'm 28. I love my job. Mm-hmm. I would not trade it for the world. Um, it brings me so much joy, and it's so clearly just what the Lord wants for yeah. me. But, like, and it is, like, Lydia and I were talking about this earlier, it is, like, a fairly, youth ministry, surprisingly, is a fairly, like, male-dominated field, or, like, at least in leadership, um, but, like, I'm kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm just a youth minister, Mm. you know, um, and Mm. so, like, I'm not, sometimes I feel like I talk a big talk of, like, there should be women in leadership positions, there should be women in, like, politics, and I wanted to do that for so long, and, like, sometimes days I still dream of, like, going to law school and these things, and it's, like, am I less of a woman because I'm not, like, pushing that cause, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think that's another thing, like, kind of on the flip side of being, like, 
a wife and a mom, it's also like, and I, I don't know, maybe married women experience that who are stay-at-home moms, which is like so beautiful, but like maybe they experience that too of like, mm-hmm. but I'm not out doing that thing. But then right. vice versa, too, happens. So it's like, right. like we can't win. We can't right. win. Well, like, you're, like, just a youth minister, but, like, this, like, married woman is, like, just a mom. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that just. There are air quotes around just every Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, um, there's, like, this, like, there's, like, this qualifier um, mm-hmm. in front of, like, your position, right? Of, like, oh, you're just this because, like, you can't do anything else. And, like, or you can't have it all. You can't have it both. Um, and that's one of the things that I had written down, too, is, like, um, I think in the secular world, but now as I'm, as I'm like saying it, kind of also like in Christian circles, like there's like this belief that like you cannot be a mom and also be career sex successful. Um, successful. Oh my goodness, I cannot talk. Okay. <laughs> um, no, you cannot have like a career and you cannot have like a family at the same mm. time. Um, and like that's a whole argument for like the pro-choice, um, like Paul, whatever side. Um, but yeah, like, and I, I, I had written this down again, like in the secular term of like, okay, like women, I think that like, like say this and like think this when they're in the world. Mm -hmm. But like, I also think too, that like Christian women say it a lot and like, like, okay, like I want to be a mom so bad that like, I won't go to school. I won't get my degree. I won't like, like succeed in my job, like whatever. I won't try. Um, and you'll, and like, I know, I know a lot of, of families who the dad is like the CEO of this like multi-billion dollar country like country (laughs) CEO of country yes this business um and then like the mom is like the stay-at-home mom but like once a week she's like a secretary at like you know 3m or whatever sure um and like it's not like that's bad but it's just like okay and like she like sacrificed like for you know for her family and like she sacrificed her career but like you can also do both you know like Mm -hmm. I think that like sometimes like there's this like pressure in the in the Christian world to just be like okay like no like you have to choose one or the other you know yeah, absolutely and I think that goes both ways of um I mean the, the freedom of like the freedom that God offers in that is that mm-hmm. you can do either one mm-hmm. and like I think that's what's beautiful about femininity um and we're gonna get more into this next week I think because it's like one of the things that I really want to talk about um but like it's this paradox of femininity where we are like fiercely strong uh while at the same time being aggressively dependent Mm -hmm. right like femininity often is equated with weakness um and like weakness is a scary word but like I think like I think we have to like own that of like yes like femininity is associated with weakness and we'll get into that and like it's for good reason but in the same breath like femininity is fiercely strong um and I think the same is true for a situation like this practically of women can do both women can be the the loving compassionate gentle mother while also being like fiercely loyal and aggressive in Mm -hmm. whatever else she wants to accomplish if that's what the Lord is calling her to do Mm -hmm. you know and if the Lord is calling her to be that gentle kind compassionate mother full-time that's beautiful Mm -hmm. especially because that usually results in really big families that add to the church and there's nothing wrong with that yeah there there really isn't anything wrong with that um okay kind of branching away from this but like still kind of on this topic um I wrote down timeline um Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is like 
I think that, like, as women, like, we are kind of, um, we're, like, held to this, like, sense of, like, life that, like, has to happen at this certain time, right? Like, and, like, your life has to look a certain way. So, like, mm-hmm. in the Christian world, this means, like, okay, like, you are born and raised in this, into this, like, beautiful, like, big Catholic family, and, like, you have, like, minimal, if any, like, childhood trauma, and then you, like, mm-hmm. go to high school, and then you go to college, and then you marry your, like, high school or college sweetheart and then like you get this like degree that you don't ever use because like you get married like at 22 you have kids at 23 you homeschool you feed them homegrown like tomatoes like your husband like makes six figures at his job whatever and then like (laughs) you never have any problems ever and then you like die happy at like 90 years old Mm. and like the reality of life is not that right Mm. like I mean, Brie, like, you're 28, and newsflash, you're not married, nor are you a mother. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I don't even knew that. Yeah. Um, so you, like, <laughs> like, in a sense, like, according to, like, this timeline, like, you are failing. But, like, that's mm-hmm. not mm. the reality of it, you know? But, like, and I think you could say that for the, you know, I don't want to say other side, because I don't think this is sides, but it's also, like, for the girl who's figuring out what the heck she wants to do with her life career-wise, right? Like, maybe you are happily married at 22, and it's amazing, and it's perfect, and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and you have two kids, and you're 28, and, like, I like yeah, like, some of my best friends are in that place, and it's beautiful, but, like, they're working out, like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what the heck I want to do. I know that I kind of want to do this, but I have to go back to school to do this, or, like, whatever, and it's, like, so that can go both ways, too, of, like, Girl, you get your nursing degree at 35 years old. Yeah. Like, that's amazing, you mm-hmm. know? And just things like that, that, like, yeah, there doesn't have to be this prescription. <laughs> Y'all, I'll have you know that it is 8.02 p.m., and I feel like it's, like, like I yeah. can, like, 1 a.m. We're doing great. Yeah. Um, but there doesn't have to be this prescribed timeline. Yeah. So, yes, I love that. Yes, and, like, we also, like, again, I love good holy marriages, right? Um, We're all a big fan of them. And, like, I would, like, love to get married at, like, 24, 25, whatever. But, like, if that doesn't happen, like, that's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, that doesn't mean that I failed. And, and in fact, we're going to do an episode on that. I don't know that I've said this to Lydia yet, but eventually we're going to do an happen. episode on that of, like, the beauty of your early 20s mm-hmm. um, because that's something that I'm super passionate about. But, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um... Yes. Um, okay, I was going to say something. Sorry, I interrupted No, you. you were so good. Um, it was not important. Okay. Because otherwise... Would... Oh, no, I do have something to say. Okay. Real quick. Um, also, like, on, like, again, like, the flip side, like, but there's not sides. Um, <laughs> like, one of my friends, she just got back from being a missionary, and one of the things that she had said was, like, I... So, one of the things leading up to, like, her missionary experience in the summer was that, like, she was afraid to, like, fall behind all the rest of her friends as, like, when it comes to, like, you know, preparing for, like, her career and, like, getting an internship or whatever. And then she came back and she had, like, a... funny. We've mentioned the same person twice in this episode, but keep going. (laughs) Um, And so she came back and she, like, had a wonderful experience, whatever. And so then I asked her, I said, hey, like, would you, like, do it again next summer? And she's like, I would love to, but again, I'm afraid of falling behind and not getting an internship. Um... So, like, it's not just the Christian world and yeah. not Christian circles that, like, add pressure on us to do a certain thing when we don't Absolutely. particularly want to do it at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's no reason why my friend who's 19 should need, like, an internship in order to, like, determine the rest of her career, you know? But, like, that's what it we'll feels like. We'll have her on like. the podcast. You yeah. guys can all meet oh, her. Oh, my gosh, you guys will love her. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to yes. my LaCroix now. Love that. Great. I'm going to go to, this is like the last thing on my list kind mm-hmm. of, um, that I think is important and it doesn't have to be a long conversation cause I don't think it's that big a deal. But I think the one thing is just like not being super girly or like not enjoying like stereotypically girly things. Right. Yes. So like, let me tell you about a typical Sunday in my house, uh, in the fall. Okay. Oh, we'll love we go to mass, it. right? Go to mass mm-hmm. in the morning. It's beautiful. Amazing. And like need, need Jesus always need the Eucharist. It's um, amazingly wonderful. But after that, I work Sunday nights, so, like, my life is a little weird. But if I don't work on a Sunday night, guess what I'm doing all afternoon on a Sunday in the fall? I mean, I know what you're doing. It's a rhetorical question. I am watching football. Football is one of my favorite things. I told one of my friends the other day that football is the only thing I like about the fall, and she was appalled. She's like, what do you mean? Like, pumpkin spice lattes? <laughs> First of all, oh, that was another thing. Tangent. Duncan already brought back. So it is currently August 18th. They brought back pumpkin spice lattes. I'm offended. Anyway, um, <laughs> football's the only thing that I like about fall. Um, and, like, that's how I like to spend my Sundays. And, like, that's just my family, super mm-hmm. into sports. That's always been my thing. Like, again, the second I had a chance today, I, like, changed out of, like, the cute skirt I was wearing. And I, like, put a baseball hat on because my hair was frizzy. And, right, it's just, like, that's just always been me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, stereotypically we, like, put these pictures on ourselves and I just think it's important to recognize that like my femininity the fact that I am a woman the fact that like the Lord created me with a feminine heart is what defines femininity not what I like to wear what I like to do how I like to spend my time Mm -hmm. so yeah okay so I really have no commentary on this uh, but I am gonna add a personal anecdote right love it so when I was little I grew up in the country right and by grew up I mean like the first like six years of my life right um and (laughs) We had this, like, pond in my yard or whatever. I loved frogs. I loved toads, turtles, like, worms. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, send me fishing and I'll That's love disgusting, it. disgusting. Right? But keep going. Oh, my goodness. I no, hate love it. The small animals. Oh, I disagree. Anyway, so we'll have a good amphibian. So, um, and then when I was, when I moved to, like, the city or, like, it's really a suburb, um, I would play with my brothers and they all had these, like, like, this, like, group of, like, 10 or 15, like, guy friends, right? They would, like, come over, like, all the time, whatever. I was, like, eight. Um, and, like, I would play with them all the time. And we would, like, play baseball or, like, ride our bikes or, like, play, like, night games or whatever. Um, and then, so, like, that was, like, my life, right? Mm-hmm. Up until I was about, like, 14 or 15, I went to my first women's session ever. And I remember, like, the speaker walked out. Um, and she was wearing this pink dress. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't do pink. I don't do frills. <laughs> I don't even do dresses at this point, right? And I'm like, this girl, like, I will never be feminine enough to, like... is currently wearing a pair of pink pants. I just want to add that to the commentary, <laughs> but keep going. No, yeah. Yes. And that's fine. You're, you have that freedom, but <laughs> right, keep going. I do. Um, but I, like, literally thought that, like, I wasn't like enough of a girl that I was like too bro mm-hmm. to like be in the women's session or to like oh. be like feminine or yep. to like be able to like relate to her and like I like we're gonna talk about this another time is yeah. how like you can use fashion to evangelize but like I think that like um like like so often like we put this little like girly yes. expectation of like oh my goodness you're like hair is, like, perfect and cute and, like, whatever, and, like, you're wearing this pink frou-frou dress and, like, <laughs> everything's, like, pink, yeah. you know? I don't do pink. Like, even now, even these pink Yeah, pants, these pants are not really pink. Maybe I should retract that. They're, they're like... rust. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. We are almost out of time. Lydia, mm. what else do you have from your list that you just, like, really want to hit? 
Because yeah. this list could go on for days. It could. It could. I don't know if I have anything that's, like, super, super short. I think the majority of everything is, like, things that we need to talk about for a while. Great. Um, yeah. Um, just, like, the, oh, like, a hard exterior, maybe, um, is just, like, Okay, like, the secular world, I think, tells us mm. this, of, like, okay, we have to shut off our emotions in order to, like, succeed in the business world, yeah. in order to succeed in our relationships with men because they can't keep up with our complicated emotions. <laughs> um, you know, like, whatever. Like, you have to just, like, power through it, you know? And, like, that's And, again, legit. on the other side, but there are not sides, right? Like, don't be too emotional. But also, if you're unemotional, then you're probably not, like, yeah. compassionate, not going to be a good mom. Right? Like, these lies that we hear, right, of, like... If you don't show your emotions enough, you can't be compassionate and love people well. If you show your emotions too much, you won't be able to, like, succeed in the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of these come down to this, like, seesaw of perfection. Yeah. That, like, you can't actually I was talking about this it. with one of the teens that I was working with at one point. <laughs> and um, she was like, you know, Lydia, like... I don't understand people. And I'm like, do tell more. <laughs> I was like, neither do I, but do I tell more. And she, this like cute little freshman girl, she was like, you know, like one week, like or the, this one time a guy told me that I wore too much makeup at school. So then for the next week I didn't wear any makeup. Well, then he told me that I wasn't wearing enough. And he, she goes, she just like comes down. She's like, Lydia, I just don't understand. I don't understand how I'm either too much or I'm too little and I'm mm. never enough. Like, it's this Goldilocks effect effect that we have of just, like, nothing we do is ever, ever good enough. Nothing we do is ever going to, like, satisfy every single person and what every single person wants of us. So it's, like, honestly, like, Brie, like, why even try anymore? Mm. Amen. Amen. Right? Here's why we try. Mm -hmm. Um, Because these are all lies. Amen. Like, they're valid, right? Yeah. Like, let's validate emotion, right? Like, they right. are valid things that we feel, but they are all stupid lies that can't go back to hell. And that's mm. what we're going to talk about mm. for the duration of this podcast. Um, but we're going to start next week. We're going to start um, with a three-part series of, like, okay, if all of these things, and there will be more that will come mm. up throughout the series, I'm sure, if all of these things are not femininity, then what is? And so we're going to start with, that's kind of the premise of what we're talking about. Right. The whole entire podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But particularly the next three weeks, we're going to talk about three things that are relationships that contribute to our identity as women, right? So every Mm -hmm. woman who is created has these three things. She is in these three relationships. She is a daughter, she's a sister, and she's a mother. Mm. Now, if you're freaking out and you're like, Brie, I'm 17, I'm not a mom, that's okay. <laughs> like, you don't need to freak out. Um, yeah. We know that you are not a physical mother. Um, but, like, you are a mom. You, you are a motherhood. Yeah, you're called to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see my, like, middle schoolers um, just, like, show motherhood to each other every day, and it's beautiful. Um, but tangent for another time those will be the next three episodes we're going to break that down of what does it mean to be daughter what does it look like to be daughter what does it look like to be sister what does it look like to be mother and like how do we all every single woman who's created live those three things out mm-hmm. we are going to do this with every guest that we have on the podcast uh so that you can get to know them in a an efficient manner, mm-hmm. but we're going to do it with us first because we also want to answer the questions. We yeah. want you to get to know us. Um, we also want to get to know you. So, you know, 
Um, you Interact can come on us. the podcast, DM us. Uh, yeah. That'd be fun. We'll just get mm-hmm. some strangers on the podcast. Actually, that would be so fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're going to do, every time we have a guest, seven rapid-fire questions. So I'm going to ask them to Lydia for this episode, and she's not going to get a lot of time to think about them. So like, if she's thinking for too long, like I'm just going to like yeah. roll around. So yeah. Lydia, are you ready for your rapid-fire questions? I think so. Here we go. Okay, number one, what is your go-to coffee order? Um, at Caribou, I like the Nitro Cold Blue with a shot of milk chocolate. Love it. Uh, what are you currently binging? Um, the song God of Revival by Hillsong. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are you reading? Um, uh, ooh, a book called, like, Be Healed or something like that. Ooh, that's a good one. We can talk more about that because oh, this yes. is rapid fire, but I want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your current favorite way to pray? Um, with my interior castle. Um, look it up, Edith Stein. It's great. Cool. Love it. Um, <laughs> what is one guilty pleasure that you have? Dots pretzels. Dots pretzels. Actually, those are so good. Those are okay. so good. Um, what is one thing that's annoyed you in the past week? Um, my alarm clock. Oh, amen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite way to eat a potato? Oh my goodness, what a good question. Um, <laughs> waffle fries, but specifically with like seasoning on them. With or without Chick-fil-A sauce? Because that's what makes the waffle fry. You know what? Yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce, definitely. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, this was Rapid Fire with Lydia. Um, yeah, thanks for coming. They're <laughs> awesome. So we're going to ask those seven questions every time we have a guest. So mm-hmm. if you're a guest someday, remember those. Um, Lydia, where can they find you? Okay, so they can find me on MySpace and... No, just kidding. Fire! (laughs) You guys can find me on Instagram at LydiaLynn123. If you don't understand the struggle of MySpace top eight, you will never understand. (laughs) Um, They can find me at... Well, on on Instagram. Instagram at Marie. 93. You got to put the little periods in there. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and we're, hopefully, let us know if you want to do this. Going to come up with a way that you can talk to both of us. Um, yeah. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Right, yeah. In the meantime, we love you. You're great. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, which you already figured out because you're listening to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>